Greetings, this is Arvette McLean with Speak, The Universe Listens. As a very young person, I always felt that I carried the weight of the world on my shoulders, having to make grown-up decisions in order to survive a life marked by physical, sexual, and emotional abuse. While my face was smiling on the outside, on the inside I was secretly crying and miserable. However, over the years, I learned some gems that helped to turn my life around. I now get to live the life of my dreams, filled with love, travel, and wonderment. And I am absolutely passionate about sharing what I have learned with you. If you want to live your best life, tune in each week as I, along with some awesome guests, share these life-changing gems with you. Inspired to be more, do more, have more. Greetings. Today's topic is, why do I keep repeating the same cycles? Today we have a guest joining us, Cheryl Rhodes. And she is actually an intuitive healer as well as a spiritual counselor. And so I'm just fascinated with her story. Um, she's just shared so much good information. She has a wonderful perspective on the world. And I'm happy to have you here to share a little with us of what it is that you do. Thank you so very much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Um, and so actually, could you tell us a little bit about being a spiritual healer, um, an intuitive healer and a spiritual counselor and how you came about that? Sure. Uh, actually, this is something that probably started um, when I was a child, having intuitive dreams, prophetic dreams, um, really paying attention to life, paying attention to the synchronicities between my dreams, what I was sensing, and what was actually happening out there in the world. And so I noticed a real strong connection. I noticed that the things that I was sensing and seeing in my dreams were actually happening around me. And so I learned at a very early age to pay attention to that and to sort of uh, take the time to go within, mm -hmm. to really hone in and listen to uh, what these messages were. So uh, being uh, an intuitive healer really emanated from that. Spiritual counseling sort of comes along with that. I remember as a young person, I was always counseling people and I was very young, but I somehow had these words of wisdom that would help to inspire adults mm -hmm. at times. And so there were always times in my life where I was called to be an adult before I was an adult. Okay, yes. So um, it, it started at a very young age. Okay. And tell us a little bit about what you do as an intuitive healer. So as an intuitive healer, the client would come in with whatever um, that they'd want to discuss or heal or work on. Um, an intuitive healer is a naturopathic who would help you to heal anything physical, um, emotional, mental, spiritual. Mm -hmm. So as an intuitive healer, I am looking, I am listening, um, I am paying very close attention to your body movements, also the energy that you bring in. I'm listening to your breathing. Mm -hmm. Uh, and at the same time, I'm receiving information about you. I'm receiving information about your emotional status, sometimes the mental status. 
Um, sometimes I can detect whether or not you're alone in there. Um, and there are times where part of your healing um, is connected to a past loved one. And so during those times, that past loved one may come up in a session and I would be there to share whatever their message was for you. Wow. So um, sometimes people will ask, are you a medium? Um, if being a medium involves your healing, yes. Okay. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, we hadn't discussed this before, but if there's a way that people can reach you in case we forget to say it at the end. Absolutely, yeah. yes. So they can reach me at SherylRhodes at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. That's S-H-I-R-L-R-H-O-A-D-E-S -E okay. at gmail.com. Wow, okay. Yes. That's, that's just so exciting and interesting. <laughs> I, will, I can't wait to hear more about this. <laughs> um, but you're also writing a book called Buddha Take the Wheel? I am. Yes. Can we hear a little <laughs> more about that book? So this book uh, came about from a dream, actually, and this is something that I've always been very passionate about, and that is sharing what I have learned and what I've experienced spiritually, because I have taken all the spiritual knowledge and sort of found a way to incorporate that into everyday life. And so it really makes for clarity and for knowing and just knowing how to navigate through life mm -hmm. and so um, it's become something that I love to share with people I'm very passionate about and so Buddha take the wheel is all about um, how to discover the wheels of karma the cycles that we go through and that we find ourselves in throughout our life and how to jump off that wheel and get on the right path the path to uh, enlightenment or the path to success or the path to freedom um, however you want to see it or whatever the goal is it's really very specific to each person mm -hmm. um, but it is about changing the cycles that we find ourselves in and there are so many cycles that we can be caught up in and a lot of times it has nothing to do with us it could be a cycle that our parents okay were engaged in, their parents were engaged in. So all of that is karma, which is a, not a term that we are very familiar with here in our Western culture, but that is one of the things that uh, I'm very passionate about and I love to share information about. Okay, well give us an example of maybe a generational will that someone okay. may be on. So uh, a good example would be um, finding um, a good mate. So I have lots of clients who are um, female who say, you know, I just really want a good man. Oh gosh, I just want a good man. But you know, they're just all gone. There are no more good men out there, you know. And they will often share how they are single. Um, their mom is single. Um, their daughter might be dating, and I don't know why she's dating because, you know, there are no more good men out there. Everybody she brings home, they're just not right for her. And so sometimes that can be a cycle. The perception that you have about men um, could be a cycle. So I have to share with them, if your true belief is that all the good men are gone, how will you attract a good man into your life? You're literally blocking yourself mm -hmm. from attracting this good man. He could be someone that you know already. Mm -hmm. He could be someone that you encounter every single day. 
you can't see him because you're literally blocking him from being able to be with you. You're blocking your vision because of how you perceive that there are no more good men. Mm -hmm. And this could be something that is generational. Right. So that's a really good example yeah. of something that is. And then something like that, how would someone hop off of that wheel? So one of the things that we would work on is our thoughts. Mm -hmm. Thoughts are very powerful. We don't really realize how powerful thoughts are. Mm -hmm. Our thoughts lead to our words. Our words lead to our actions. And so if you're constantly thinking, which we all are, at some point you have to begin to notice what's happening in your life, what it is that you're creating in your life, what are the thoughts that you're having every single day, because they too are on a wheel. We all think the same thoughts every single day. Unless you take the time to really pay attention and jump off that cycle. Mm -hmm. It's as if you're writing a new computer program for yourself. It's a process. Mm -hmm. It takes time and it takes effort. You have to really pay attention to what it is that you're thinking. Sometimes you may have to write them down. You may have to actually write down new thoughts and say, okay, I want to replace this thought with this thought mm -hmm. because this thought is a much higher vibrational thought. And so I'm going to use this to express how I'm feeling when this occurs. Right. I'll give you an example. Many people use the term, I'm broke, mm -hmm. meaning that they don't have any money. But if you really, really think about it, you're not broke. You have money. You might have a few pennies. That's money. You might have money in the bank. It's for bills. So you can't spend it on anything frivolous. Mm -hmm. You can't spend it on anything that you want, but you have money. So you can replace the thought, I'm broke, with the thought, I choose to spend my money on something else okay. in this moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm choosing to spend my money on something else in this moment. Mm -hmm. Because that's really what's going on. You really do have some money. If you look into that wallet, there is something <laughs> there. If you look into where you keep your money, there's something there. Mm -hmm. It's just what you're choosing to do with it. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's a good higher vibrational thought right. exactly. to replace I'm broke. Mm -hmm. I remember um, this exercise where a person was instructed to carry $100 with them in their wallet, and then they would go around into the mall, and they would say, I could buy this with $100. I could buy this with $100. And so you're not actually saying, how much can you get with $100? But you're actually spending $100 over and over and over again. And then that process of saying, oh, I could buy this. Yeah. I could buy that. Like just that exercise yes. actually helps you release the energy that's associated with being with broke. Yes. <laughs> and it opens you up mm -hmm. to more, mm -hmm. to be able to just go and do that exercise opens you up to seeing all the possibilities, yeah. all the opportunities. Suddenly you're outside of a box that you have created with your own perceptions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we all do. Mm -hmm. And it's taught to us. Mm -hmm. It really is taught to us. We're all born with certain thoughts and feelings and emotions inside of us that come from our parents. But then as we grow, we are taught what to think, mm -hmm. 
what to say, how to think, and how to say it. So imagine a three-year-old saying, Mama, can we get this toy, or are we broke? Right, exactly. You see? Right. Mm -hmm. How do you know this term broke? Mm -hmm. Where did this come from? If parents would listen to that and hear, oh, wait a minute, I planted this seed. Yeah, exactly. I plant this seed. Mm -hmm. Let me unplant right. it. And you I, know? I remember being a young person, and I would never ask for anything because I already knew we couldn't afford it. Absolutely. So that, that was the thinking. And yes. even though now, as an adult person, I pretty much can afford whatever I want. Yeah. But I always, I'm like, how much does that cost? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, like, it's ingrained. Yeah, yes. They do a really mm -hmm. good job at mm -hmm. that, don't they? Mm -hmm. Our parents, they really <laughs> do a fantastic mm -hmm. job. You know, new parenting is so different now, but I have to give it to you. Old school parenting, they did a fantastic job of ingraining into us how to think about money mm -hmm. or the lack of. Mm -hmm. They did a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos to old school parenting. But now we're in a space and time where in order to create a better life for ourselves, we have to change some things. Mm -hmm. And then the number one thing to change, the source of it, is our perceptions, mm -hmm. how we think. Exactly. How we think. So go back to the source. Now, you can't go to your mom always and say, you know, why did you teach me that? Mm -hmm. That just wasn't right, Mama. Why did you do that? We can't do that. But what we can do is change it within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And changing it within yourself, this concept will heal the world. Exactly. If everyone would take responsibility mm -hmm. in that way, we could heal our planet. Yeah. It's very empowering. So what would you say, what is your definition of karma? So karma would be the energies that create your life. Mm -hmm. And that entails everything, mm -hmm. health, wealth, relationships. So if you're finding a lack in any of those areas and you take the time to look at what you're experiencing in these areas specifically, and then look at what your parents experienced. Mm -hmm. And if you have access to them, look at what their parents experienced. You will find lots of similarities. Most of the time, if we have money issues, our parents had money issues, mm -hmm. their parents had money issues. Most of the time, you're going to find a correlation. Sometimes it's because that's what you were born into. Mm -hmm. If you're born into poverty, what was theirs is now yours. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't work diligently to change the thoughts, the mindsets, the things that created that poverty, you will find yourself in the same situation. Exactly. And it's so interesting because um, I was actually came across a study on rats. It may, it may have been mice. Mm -hmm. um, but basically, this was a bio it was like a, a study for biology. And so the rats were exposed to the smell of cherries like cherry trees, mm -hmm. and every time they were exposed to that, they would get a, a mild shock. Hmm. And so they quickly began to associate the smell of cherries with getting shocked. With pain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they began to obviously avoid it. Yes. Um, once they had offspring who they did not interact with, their offspring automatically 
stayed away sure. from cherries. No cherries for me, thanks. Exactly. Yeah. And that went on for generations, for five generations, um, based on what, and I was just like, wow, the implications of that. So just imagine if this is happening and if this is what we have been able to detect in mice mm -hmm. or rats, just imagine what the human mind is doing. Exactly. I mean, that cherry could be so many things. Mm -hmm. Many people associate being shocked with having money. Many people are taught that money is the root of mm -hmm. all evil. And so when they don't have it, they are fearful of it. And there are parts of them, no matter what they do, there are parts of them that are not in alignment that will fight them. They can have an opportunity that will come along that will be very lucrative. Something will happen so that they are not available to take that opportunity mm -hmm. because this is ingrained in them. Exactly. You have to work towards that. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things that I help people to do is first to recognize these thoughts and these perceptions that have created the life that you're living. Mm -hmm. And then how to change that. Yes. Taking responsibility. Because we're not about, um, I mean, a lot of people find pleasure in blaming parents mm -hmm. and ancestors. <laughs> but where is that going to get you? Mm -hmm. How is that going to benefit us? The truth of the matter is, from a spiritual standpoint, when we embark upon healing ourselves, we heal them too. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We heal them too. Mm -hmm. We heal not only past generations, but future generations as well. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. And so from a spiritual standpoint, there are times when I have clients who are going through a process and they have a breakthrough right there in my presence and an ancestor will come forth and say, thank you. Wow. And I will share with them, oh, your grandmother is here wow. and she wants to say thank you. And then they usually just, you know, begin to cry. But it's all very much connected. And so our ancestors are still very connected to us. This is why in so many cultures around the world, ancestors are worshiped mm -hmm. and they're honored. They are offerings are made to them. They are never forgotten because they are a part of us mm -hmm. always. Certainly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you were talking about the, the example of someone not being able to see a possible good mate that's right in front of their eyes, um, I can just think of so many examples in my own life where like just literally being blind to what's right there in front of you. And I, there are things I can think of, but what are things that I can't even think of? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. There's so many things that's just right here, like anything I want is just right here in front of me. But because of whatever blocks I have, I can't see can't that is right it. there. And I'm thinking it's somewhere away. Yeah. It's hard. Yes. I have to struggle to get to yes. it. But it's like, it's right there. It's here. right there mm -hmm. in front of you. You just literally cannot see it. Mm -hmm. And a really good example of that is when you go to buy a new car. Have you noticed this? When you purchase a new car, everywhere you look, <laughs> you see that car. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. Do you think that everyone in your entire city has gone out and purchased that same car right. at the same time you did? Right. Absolutely not. 
It's because this car is now a part of your awareness. Mm -hmm. You are aware of this car. And so now you're seeing it everywhere, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. That's a prime example. Things can be right in front of us and we won't even know. We won't even know if we're not tuned in. Mm -hmm. If we're not really listening, we can truly be blocked from many, many blessings. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's, I, like I said, I can think of so many examples, but one thing that I recently became aware of is in my brain, for whatever reason, I always thought that I could have anything that I wanted. But what I wasn't realizing was that I didn't want things that I didn't think I could have. Mm. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I had to actually expand, like, what do I, what is possible for me What's beyond possible? what I think I can have, you know, and just stepping outside of that yes. box and realizing that there's just a whole world of things that are just untapped and I was just blind to all yeah. of that. Yeah, it's true. If you, you know, I talk a lot about prayer because prayer is very important to me. And so I teach ancient prayers to people. And they say to me, oh, I'm going to use this prayer. And I'm going to pray that my bills are paid. Right? And I say to them, what if your bills could be more than paid? What if you have the divine right to live lavishly? What if? What makes you feel, see, think, or believe that you only deserve to have your bills paid? Where does that come from? What if you could pay your bills and then cruise around the world? Exactly. So we are out of time, but I want to end it right there with the what if. What if? the life of your dreams is right in front of your face. And if you can just think about that question, like why do we have to play small? Why can't we play big? Why can't we play all out? What if there's another way to do things? Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And thank you hopefully so much. you'll come back. Absolutely. Great. Absolutely. Great. Thank, thank you so you. much. Until next time, this is our vet. And make sure you hit the subscribe button below and I look to see you next week. Bye.